What's up? Welcome to the Crab Feast. I'm your co-host, Rando, and sitting next to me is Ryan Sickler. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the post-Thanksgiving Crab Feast. You might not be hungry, but we still fucking are. And filling in for the full charge is our first guest, comedian and podcaster, Tom Segura. Coming off the top rope. What's up? Off the top rope. Thank Some you. Elbows. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank Tom, you. Thank you. How was uh, the Thanksgiving weekend, boys? It was fantastic for me. I had a, I had a great, great time. I actually had uh, one-third of the crab feast over. I you had did. The full charge came over, and um, we drank a lot, and we ate a lot. We talked a lot. We you stuffed were, ourselves. You were right. supposed to have two-thirds over. Yeah. No and that, offense, didn't, that didn't work that out. That did not work out. Where were you, Randy? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was just on the street uh, at a friend's house, and uh, I just have a brand new baby boy. So, oh, congratulations! Thank yeah. you. That's so, fantastic. So man. the Thanksgiving parties don't last as long as they they used to, but uh, it was a good time. You must have had a great time because you were invited over, and you had to tap out because you had a lady friend or something. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Just leave it at that. I would say I had a, a good time, but uh, was. There was no tapping of anything, really. Ah, really? Uh, an incident. Asleep, an man. incident. I was almost uh-huh. going to leave her and then come to your house. Man, we like, had... I was just run, I ran out to the grocery store real quick, get some pumpkin pie. Do you, I, there was a, I, the, the way that alcohol affects me changes with age and the types of alcohol. And I'm not like a, I don't drink every day and I don't always drink the same thing. But I realized at the end of the night on Thanksgiving night that I'm pretty sure I drank personally two bottles of wine wow and was like hey like what do you want to do now do you want to go out like go for a hike <laughs> and like, you I felt was fine good, right totally fine that's why i couldn't I'm, believe that i, I drank I'm the same that much. way with alcohol like it at this point now it takes a ton to get me really loaded yeah and it's annoying it's actually yeah. annoying like i start feeling sick before i feel i, I can't drunk. sleep after three drinks though you oh you get like, like wired last, over the last since i've been 35 if i have more than three drinks i'll wake up at six Every time. Really? Yeah, can't sleep. Now, but do you have, uh, like, three drinks? Is that beer, wine, or liquor? Or are you talking about drink drinks? Like Beer, wine, or liquor. Like, wine, really? if I have, like, more than three, or even three sometimes, I'm like, I, I just can't sleep. I can't I, sleep at all. It's I awful. stay away. I, I like a, make a personal choice, basically, to avoid liquor. Because, I, I mean, you know, it, I try it sounds, to. you know, cliche, but I really, I don't get... I don't get mean. I don't get angry. I don't. I but I do. I'm just like let's let's do this. Like I'm ready yeah. to like let's, let's go fuck up some cars and set yeah, some shit on fire, man. It. I'm ready, man. Yeah, I'm ready to go out. And I also I'm actually probably the best type of liquor drunk if you could be that, which is like I'm gonna give you a hug and be like I, I love you yeah, like a me. son to me, man. I love you. I'm gonna give you <laughs> like ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like hugging people. <laughs> and shit. I'm wearing sweaters. Yeah. And I'm, shit. I'm really in a good fun it. mood, but it gets it's just too much. I feel sick. I feel like a complete piece of shit the next day. Yeah, I, I will too. I'll, I'll get a little angry if I drink the brown liquor. Just a little, like, a little angry drunk. And that is not a good thing. No. And you not know what's, what thing. this is, there's a, there comes like, when you're younger, like you're in college and you do this, you're like, that's what happens. That's what fucking happens when somebody drinks that. But then as you get older, you don't want to be around the, the guy who, like, your, even your if he's uncle. your friend. Yeah. 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 He's just like, fuck you. And yeah. you're like, you're like, you know what? I don't want to be around you anymore, man. Well, I don't fuck like you that because I got some wild turkey. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's exactly uh, why we Stay don't away want from the brown. I don't want to, I don't want to be around you anymore, man. It's not cool. Don't hate me. staying away from the brown, I think we have the full charge on the road calling in here. Let me just see if I can work this. My first time working the phones, everybody, so. He presses the blinking button. Let's see if this works. 
Full charge? Full charge. Wait. Okay, maybe you don't press the blinking button. Really? Okay, I'm going with this one. Ooh. Full charge? Fellas. There What's he is. Hoo, 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 hoo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to your your crab feast podcast live via AT and T. When you guys do it, <laughs> where are you right you know, now, I'm, Matt? I'm close to the Oregon border and close to the edge of my sanity. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting closer to a paycheck, so we'll see how it all works out. So Matt is on the road this week. Uh, he's hitting the, uh, what are you hitting, the Pacific Northwest, doing some runs I'm doing out there? A, uh, I'm doing an entry-level position. Uh, I'm, doing a, I'm doing a triple run. Oh, man, you got to explain to your audience the magic that is a triple run, Matt. Well, a triple run is a bunch of one-nighters, which is just what it sounds like you do one night, then you get in your car and you do another night somewhere else, five days in a row. This one's not half bad. The only reason I took it, most of it is at one location. Mm. At uh, I don't even know where we're fucking going either. Where is it? <laughs> Wenatchee, Washington. If you're in, if, yeah, and if you live in Richland, Washington, or Wenatchee, or Lewiston, Idaho, come see me. Damn. Uh, that, that's all the details I have. Idaho. I really don't want people to come see me. To you're, going to, you're going to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho? <laughs> Nobody uh, promotes a show like Full Charge. I really don't want somebody to come see me. Well, these, are like, these are like free shows that, like, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't have to do well. People don't have to show up. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> like this podcast. It's all the same. So, so might as well come see me when I do a real club. When's your first show? First show is tomorrow night. That's how fucking far away it is. <laughs> wow. Wow. What did you I, I, I broke down and Priceline a hotel, and I know it's good because it was a star next to the name. That's <laughs> definitely good. The whole one? Yeah, whole star. That's good. So hopefully I don't have, like step on a needle and get AIDS. I who knows, not. man? What time did you leave this morning to get to the border? We left at like 11. Hmm. And is now you know. here, what, just after 8? So you've been on the road for 9 yeah, hours. It's a long time. You're not Fine. even out of California yet, man. People don't yeah, realize how big Yeah, you don't have to explain California it to me, man. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't. I was telling everybody else. Yeah, I mean, for people that don't know, it's kind of like, um, I mean, it is it is kind of like, uh, you know, earning your way uh, in a way, doing a triple run. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's lingo that definitely... West Coast comics. They, if you say trouble run, they're like, I, I'm never doing one. I, I, I like runner. to call it going back to my roots. <laughs> I've never done one. Have you done? A I have not. Run? I have I not have done never one. Never put myself no, through it, and I've, mainly because of everything that, that you've heard. Charge is telling me yeah. right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, uh, I I swore I'd never do one. I haven't done one in four years. But uh, but my friend Claude Stewart pitched it to me. He's like, like yeah, man, you spent three days at casino, and you fly in. He goes, fly into Washington, and a local feature drives you around. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, like, uh, then I found out my feature lives in L.A., Ron Swallow. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, and I'm like, well, that sounds terrible driving up from L.A., so I'll just try to look for something else. And as uh, as luck would have it, I didn't find anything else. So here awesome. I am Damn, on the I-5. Well, lucky us. So... Let's talk about this weekend because, as you know, we have uh, our good friend and great comedian Tom Segura. He's a better comedian than he is a friend. We have him in uh, <laughs> studio right now. I hung out with Tom more this week than I have like all year. Yeah, yeah um, this time. is the most time I've hung out with Tom in 2011. <laughs> it right was now. like a, it was like a real Thanksgiving break. Like we we're all home from college or some shit. We did. Yeah. We crashed together, man. Did uh, 
How did? What did you think? Did you have a good time at my place? Did you eat well and drink well? It was tons of fun, man. I, uh, you know, I didn't think I had that much to eat. I had a plate of food, three pieces of pie, about seven or eight beers. Jesus. And then on the walk home, Almost? I thought I was going to shit my blue jeans, yeah. man. Yeah. Straight up, like walking, walking like real funny. Like, really? like, I thought I thought it was gonna uh, I thought it was gonna happen for real, <laughs> and I got off my toilet and uh, and I took a sickler. Shit, yeah, it was like that's a minimum twenty minutes. Yeah. It wasn't a turd. It was like a pile of shit. The brown like, baby boy. I like think out of the water. I think that is the greatest compliment that that anybody can give you that you just hosted was when I left your place. I almost shit myself. Yeah, man. that tells you yeah. everything that you need to know about the food, the time they had. They stayed. They overstayed because you probably should have left a little earlier. Well, I told him. He said he didn't even. It didn't hit him because he was welcome to shit at yeah, my place. It he was. Wasn't. It was. The, it was the walk. It, it was, was the walk that did it because it was like a fifteen minute walk. Ah. I didn't. I didn't have to shit when I uh, when I stood up. I mean, I, was, I, I, I Tom already took a shit, so I'd have taken a shit too. Yeah. I took a shit with everybody there. There's no shame shitting in the, sh the Segura house. Not at all. Well, not there's, if there's Tom no shits ahead of you because your smell just blend into that and you can be like, listen, I think that that's that animal stench just reverberating through here. Like somebody open a window up and it's just banging off the walls. Matt, have you ever, you've been to, I mean, multiple Sickler apartments, right? You've been to like basically his last I've few apartments. Lived in, I've lived in Sickler apartments. <laughs> true, yeah. Is there anything better than taking a shit at Ryan Sickler's place? It's uh, it's better than any woman's apartment I've ever been. To. Thank you. I think it's, I think hotel it's, it's I think it's, it's hotel three clean. four star hotel. It is. Clean. And I used to do it myself. I don't do that shit anymore now. You yeah. and I. We, oh yeah. We split a cleaning lady. That's true. Turned Tom nice. on to a good cleaning. That lady. really has money. changed my life. Money. But um, yeah, I've I've looked forward to shitting at you. You place. tell me that you're like yeah. I come over here to shit. Like he'll come in, he'll shit, and he'll be like, all right, man, and he leaves, and that's it. I don't even see him. How often does this cleaning lady come? Uh, it depends. I'm living by myself now, so maybe once every month. I keep it pretty. I keep it pretty clean. I stay on top of my he's, shit. I'm dude, getting. Uh, like I'm getting OCD. that. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm Make getting a clean lady when I get back from this triple run. I got one for you. Don't even worry about <laughs> She's it. She's fantastic, money. man. All the money I'm going to make. All that. <laughs> so let's talk about some good shows because. Uh, Three Dude, of us. I've had nothing, nothing but good shows the past two weeks. Well, th this weekend you were at the Ice House with Tom while I was with his wife, Tom's wife, that is, uh, Christina Pajitsky, who was headlining Flappers in Burbank. <laughs> I went and did a spot with her this weekend. So the four of us were working locally with each other on a Thanksgiving weekend, but Black Friday. Acting globally, y'all. Yeah, man. Globally. Or whatever, however it goes. Yeah, I did the Ice House. I did Comedy and Magic. Oh, that's right. You did multiple spots, man. Uh, oh, I did. I did the Meltdown Comedy Show, Meltdown oh. Comics on uh, Sunset. Yeah, that was the best it? show I've done this decade, man. It was <laughs> I know we're only a year into it, but fuck, it was awesome. Yeah, it, it that show that show knocks it out of the park. All the, they just have, man, a great great audience. Every like a loyal audience. And they put a lot of great comics up, man. I mean, shit, they had the full charge on Wednesday. The, the, well, why said. is their audience so good? What makes it? Because they want to be good. That's the answer, isn't it? I mean, they're there to listen and pay attention and enjoy themselves. Is that what you're trying to get across to me? A comedy crowd, really? I think they have the highest level of respect that 
an audience can have for a show. Right. It's kind of like what they are is they're essentially a theater audience in a small space. They come out for comics. They, oh man, and they are they are fired up, and they get rewarded in that like, you know, you go there on a Wednesday, Wednesday night on Sunset Boulevard, and it's run by Jonah Ray and Kumail Nanjiani, two great guys, funny guys. But they, you know, here's like the the lineup can be Mark Marin. Sarah Silverman, Jim Gaffigan, you know, like, and on and on. You're like, Jesus, this is like for a hundred people. Like, it's pretty. Yeah, I think he's he's in. Uh, it's full charge. Yeah, it's full charges. That's what happens when you do a trouble run, man. You lose signals. <laughs> I just dropped you lose his bars, ass. man. You just got dropped full charge from your own podcast up there on that Shit. Oregon border. I'm sure he's listening. But that was no. That show is fantastic. I know. I mean, I've done. I'm lucky enough to do it a couple of times. It is fucking fun, man. I did the Ice House. You're saying with with uh with yeah. full charge. Which was uh, really fun. They have, you know, that ant, like the annex. I think they used to call it. Mm-hmm. Now it's called Second Stage, and they did a little makeover to the room. I mean, you get sixty people in that room, and it's 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 phenomenal. You know. Yeah. We just happened to do like a marathon show, one of those shows where you're like, "Will you fucking wrap it up?" You know what I mean? The guy goes on hours and hours and hours. Full charge. Full charge. Yo, yo, can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, we're, we're hearing a lot of static with yo, you too. Yo. Yeah, well, I got, I got hung up on twice and called you guys back. How fucking amazing is that? <laughs> no, I, hung, I hung up on you the second time because it was just nothing but static. I did that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a great studio, man. I treat yeah. We do. I treated you like a, um, a solicitor. Tom's telling us right now about your uh, Friday night show at the Ice House. But remember how we, were, uh, it was, we did a marathon show, I was saying, and how, like, at one point, basically the guy, our buddy Red Band that was running the show was also running a podcast at the same time. The podcast no, in other words, is, he wasn't running the show. <laughs> right. But here's what he forgot to do. He would tell people, and you know how it is when you tell, he would tell comics like, hey, you're doing seven, and then bail to go back to, to run the oh, boards. That's the only, in all my years, that's the only completely unsupervised show I've ever done. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. And then, so what I would do, like, you know, like Matt's up next, and I'd be like, man, how long is that guy doing? And then someone would be like, I don't know. So I'd run, to, to Red Band and be like, hey, how long is that going? He, he goes, he's still on stage? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> and he goes, you got to give him a light. And I was like, it's your fucking you show, gotta, man. you got to give him a light. light. I got to give him a light. Yeah, I got, so you I had to run back and hold up the phone and shit, and then he was like, oh, am I done? Yeah, you did 23 minutes, man. We thought you yeah, were so we're, we're past We're past the two-hour mark. Well, any comic... like a, a type four. Any yeah. comic that you tell to do five minutes, if you don't like them, they will go until... They'll do 55 fucking minutes. Especially the longer they've been doing stand-up. Yes. The longer they've been doing stand-up. I mean, you know, when you're right. like, when you're new, they're like, you're like, five minutes, that sounds like, like you panic, you know? Right. But like, when you're talking like eight, nine, and ten year people, and you, you go, do five, and you don't light them, you're going to get 15. I sure. actually, at this point, I actually think that five minutes is harder to do than 45 minutes now. Five minutes. Not me. My jokes are like thirty seconds apiece, dude. I just break off a couple and like what? But you, you, you headline nonstop. We're gonna tell people who you are because we got to let our listeners know who you are. I'm talking okay. to Tom. I'm talking to Tom right now. Tom Segura, the great Tom right. Segura. Uh, you headline all the time, but don't you find? And I don't headline all the time, but when I when I do do comedy, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm much more comfortable doing a longer set where I can take my time versus what the fuck am I going to say in this five to seven and a half oh, minute de- window? I that actually gives so. me more anxiety than getting up in front of a packed house to do forty five minutes. I think because when you do a longer set, you can really like 
like settle in and they get they get to like they get the experience like if it's you they're like they're getting to know Ryan Sickler the person the comic you do a thing five minutes you do have to be selective you got to do like I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that you know and if you do you know you know obviously with like shorter jokes like Matt saying that he has you know he can go like I'm going to do I don't know if he plans it out do you plan it out or do you just do whatever when you're on stage no I just do whatever yeah so like he can run through a bunch of jokes but like you're you're going to do like longer bits you know, with your, yeah, with your I, style, yeah. me too. And you got to go like, I guess I'm going to do these two, right? Just, and you know, and then if like if it happens to not be your, you know, whatever, like you're on there and you're like, ah, this isn't going how I want it to, or whatever. You got two minutes left. You got to like, edit on bit. the fly. Yeah, and think of what do you plan out most of your you bits. Do you I, plan out like do you know exactly what you're doing most of the time? No, I wouldn't say no, not exactly because you know the. the you kind of figure it out. You've I think never heard Tom do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Rando definitely does not know you. Uh, it just goes. It just kind of you know. I mean, I have a general. It's not like I don't know what right. I'm going to do tonight, but I don't go like I'm going to do this, and definitely do this, and definitely do that. You know, unless you're like taping something or recording, and you go. Not I want to sure. work, this. but on a regular night, no, because sometimes, you know, especially you're on the road and you're doing like, two, you know, you end up doing six shows and you have your late show and then you you realize like you hit on something and the crowd reacts and it's midnight they're drunk you go i'm not going to do this i'm going to do that you know you kind of change direction and those of you out there listening to the crab feast tonight who don't recognize that voice that is the great tom segura tom is uh one of the uh one of my personal favorite comedians uh he's shit for a friend but great great comedian uh has a cd out called thrilled if you have not seen it, it's available on iTunes. I also believe Amazon as well. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, he also has a podcast with his wife, the great Christina Pajitsky. It's called Your Mom's House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you it's can catch the, that where? On the Death Squad Network. So if you go to deathsquad.tv, you can see it there. Uh, also on Also iTunes. on iTunes, yeah. But deathsquad.tv has links to all of it. Great. And Tom, Tom, since we have you here, uh, how did you get into comedy? How long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy since uh, nine years, since 02. Yeah, um, I started. I came here. I started doing the Groundlings. You know the uh, improv. Where school. are you from? Originally Cincinnati, but the I came out the na- the nasty natty. I came out here from uh, I would say Florida. You know uh, that's kind of where I went to high school and I went back there after college. Came out here, started doing the Groundlings, and I had a couple comics in my the first class that I took, and that was uh, two who you might know, Sam Tripoli. Of course, oh, yeah. love uh, Sam Trips. Yeah, man, Trips is the best. He and, is the uh, best. And uh, Nick Wagner, you remember Nick? I do remember yeah. Nick. So they were both in my class, and they were both like already had had done mm-hmm. stand up. I mean, Sam was working a lot as a stand up, and they both were kind of like encouraging, like you should try stand up. And like a, I did that whole thing where you go like I don't know what to do. Like the same thing if somebody were to ask you now, you'd be like just go do it, man. Did you just want to get into sketches or acting or what? Yeah, was- totally. I wanted to get. In. I, I I totally envisioned that I would be like. I'll just go take the Groundlings, and I'll probably be like in movies and stuff. Is it is acting and like Saturday Night Live was what you came out? Kind of. I mean, I I didn't picture. I mean, I didn't know if it would be like SNL, like sketch stuff. But I but just that is how it works for everyone, except yeah. for you. Like that's how it goes. You're just like, hey, I'm going to get into this shit, and then it happens for everybody, except, except for, for me. Right? Yeah. Right. Most of them kind of. That's get realistic. That. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm just going to get up and. I had a guy tell me in college, I'm moving to California, and if I don't get, if I don't land a major acting gig in two weeks, I'm out of there. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was dead serious. You know did that, that? Did he get one? <laughs> no, he never even came. Somebody, I'm like, might as well fucking stay here. When right I ended there. up doing like, you, did you do Groundlings too or no? Yeah, yeah. I ended up doing like, I think they have they have multiple levels, right? And yeah. then 
I got to I was in I did like three of their levels and then they they do uh uh, uh what's it called writing lab yeah I went through the writing lab I didn't go to write I got offered writing lab and I couldn't do it like the first time were you doing stand up at this point yeah I was doing stand up and working I had a day job at the time and then when they called the second time I think that's what they do they give you like two shots to take writing lab and if you turn it down they just don't call you again which is what happened but while I was I forget at one of their levels um. I had uh, one of the one of the teachers or somebody told me that they had Jimmy Fallon uh, in class, like he was like student, like one. Currently, of us. at the time you were no, there. no, not oh. currently. Like a few years before, he was uh, in school there with them, and that he was like, "I'm gonna be on SNL like in like a year," and they were like, "Okay, like take it easy, pal." Relax, guy. Yeah, and he was like, "No, seriously, I'm gonna be on SNL in like a year," and that year he booked SNL. They were just like, "Jesus Christ, what a dick!" That guy just totally knew he was gonna Got do it. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just, I ended up going to, um, like, uh, like those guys took me out. Uh, Sam and Nick just kind of took me around town, showed me, uh, you know, like, what where they do. Where did you stand up and where did and you How to do spots, mice. like, yeah. just the whole, like, you know, we drive here and then you go in and you tell the guy, hey, I'm here to do my spot. And I watched him just stand up and I was like, oh, okay. And then Nick introduced me to, like, a booker. As already a stand-up, like they're like, this is Tom. He's and he's you, a had you done any gigs? I had not done anything. <laughs> and the lady was like, uh, Kathy Kanicki. Remember Kathy? Yeah, I remember Kathy Kanicki. She goes, uh, Do you want to do? A, I have an opening like in two weeks. You want to do like like Friday night? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And then I was like, Oh shit, I got to write like stand-up now. And I was in a fucking where, panic. Where, where was the gig? The first time I ever did it was at. The Good Bar. It's no longer there. It's called The Good Bar on Sunset. The, yeah, Sunset, that's where man. I met you, as a that's matter of fact. That's where I met fact. you. Yeah. Uh, he was on stage. Uh, when he was on stage, the first time I ever did it, I was, you know, they give you, there's a there's a lineup order when you do right. stand up. And so they had posted, here it is. And I was in a fucking panic to do this. I mean, <laughs> terrified. Where were you on the order? I was seventh. <laughs> And I don't like Out of I don't, probably 46. Right. Shows something like, like that. But that's, yeah. a, that's a sweet spot. It's not bad for like bar, like a local. It's not. It's not bad, you know. <laughs> Your first time up, it's pretty good. I was drinking. I was pounding beers. That's how nervous. And I don't do that, like to do. And how much up. material did you have? I up? guess I had. I, I wrote and wrote and wrote, and I, I think it was probably like between five and seven minutes. Did you time it out yourself? I think so. Yeah. I, do I mean, it in my the apartment. mirror. Uh, I would do it in my room, pausing just, for laughter, just walking, walking <laughs> yeah, around the apartment. For Dude, I was so nervous. You ever had, you know, like when anxiety wakes you up, right. like in a panic. Like alcohol wakes you up. Yeah, that kind of shit. I was yeah, like alcohol wakes for the you. the two days leading up to that to that first spot. <laughs> I would this is I sleep till noon. Okay, I would right. shoot up out of bed like ah, ah, like that, and it was five thirty in the morning. <laughs> thinking about the spot at the good bar. <laughs> thinking about the six fucking yeah. minutes you were gonna. That's do how that scared night. I was, man. I was scared. Yeah. But the first time I did it, like I said, I look at the set at the at the lineup order. There's I'm like seventh, and I'm like, <sighs> okay, and I'm like drinking beer, and like was my it, friend was, Nick was, was like, just calm Nick down. Nick was there. Was Sam there? Sam was not there. Yeah. Um, I had a couple other friends there. Oh, this is how much of a fucking idiot I was about this. <clears throat> I told the people that were in my groundlings class, y'all should come see me do stand up. <laughs> That's really. And I smart. didn't tell them it was my first time. I was like, I'm a stand up. You should see me do stand up. And they all came. And to they my, all believed it. Yeah, they were like, oh, I didn't know you do stand up. And I was like, well, you're about yeah, to see it. Shit, about look to out. See it. But this is what happened, dude. The lady who was hosting the show was like, some older lady ran through her bits, and then she goes, uh, the first comic. And I'm at the bar, right? Tonight is, she goes, Tom, Segura, Segura. And I was like, what? So I run up, and I shake her hand. I go, I thought I was seven. She goes, 
Oh yeah, you were seven. <laughs> like your, your first That's now. comedy yeah. right there. That's a hundred percent. So did you have right to go there. back, or did you go? I just up? went right then. I just went right then. And how was it? It probably helped me out. It was. I mean, you know, I'm sure it was. It was. I have it on tape somewhere. <laughs> I have the set. I'm sure it is just the worst shit ever. But, but you don't even remember it. I don't remember much, man. I know I don't remember really what I said. Um, I just remember like getting through it and then being like, oh, and then you know, then being like, good job, man. Like it was. A, it was a. I, I want to say if I'm right, and I. I obviously don't have a good long-term memory these days but i uh i want to say it when i met you i know it was there but good bar or bar one one of those good two. bar and then we also do the cat club yeah which is still around i think but that yeah that's uh that is still around right next to the whiskey on sunset there but that place was uh it was like in the summer so it was still daytime at like eight o'clock seven forty-five when you had to get right. there and um yeah, I remember meeting you there for the first time, and uh, I'm pretty sure you thought when you heard me, you've at least told me, you're like, I wonder who this black guy is. That's <laughs> definitely, that's 100% true. He was on stage, and there was a big curtain, and we could, you could like, the bar was separated from the stage area by this long curtain, that's and he was on, good. and he was on stage, and I remember like, he was talking and laughing, and I was like, this is a funny black dude, like, that's what I thought that's in my head. funny black dude. Yeah, like, I want to see, I want to go check this guy out, and then I think, I don't think I saw him while he was still on stage but when i met him like at like after his set i was like have you gone up he's like yeah i was just up and i was like no there's a black guy that was just up. <laughs> like when did you go up he's like no i just went up and i was like no nah, it couldn't have been you <laughs> that's great news yeah that's how i met tom segura and so then after that did you just start keep on doing stand-up yeah just kept doing it you know just doing all those spots and and faded out of the groundlings. And, and yeah, just didn't go back, really. Did. Well, because at that point, if you don't get into what is the Sunday company, which is sort of their JV, yeah. uh, and then you graduate, ultimately, if you are lucky enough, because it's very competitive to their main group, main company, uh, once you get through the writing lab, if you don't get into those, then that's pretty much the end of the line. Yeah. The I mean, I wish I had done Writing lab would have been, in retrospect, like it a It really helped thing. me. It would have been great. Can't you tell? <laughs> Doing this show with you and how do you like stand up versus? I mean, once you did stand up, was that a lot more satisfying than doing improv and groundlings? Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It's right there, immediate. I, I, I mean, yeah, just it's. I, I like that. Like, you get to say what you want. You don't have to rely on somebody else. I mean, there's more pressure in it. There's is there more of like a risk reward sure. thing, but I definitely find it more satisfying. And I enjoy. Don't you find that's why you find it more satisfying? Because you're not waiting yeah. for some idiot in the audience to be like, "You're at a bus stop." <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, Don't donut shop, man. And you're like, we get some classics. So does it all classics? It's like, uh, yeah, it's it's much more rewarding. And I also find, and you know, and it, like I don't know by sheer coincidence that I also much prefer to watch stand-up as far as from an audience perspective sure if you would be like you want to go to a sketch show improv or stand-up right. personally i enjoy watching sure. stand-up way more yeah. oh yeah i mean it, uh, for me like watching a great stand-up is like you can't compare it you know what yeah, i mean like I know. I yeah it's, really it's amazing it. that one person can hold everybody's attention oh, yeah for there's an an like hour, there's some good really good comics you just like it's clearly Jesus. why we do this with three people <laughs> this is clearly why yeah. Uh, we we going to break soon, John? Well, if we don't go to break, we'll see a full charge. If you're out there in the Pacific Northwest somewhere listening, you're not on the line anymore, homeboy. Yeah, call back, call homie. Back uh, Eric Wendell is next. 
So call back in, Charge. Got Eric I've heard about door this. movie review. Yeah, that's what I heard. he is a. Uh, he's an expert movie reviewer. Yeah, you will be. You. He's in depth. You'll Very be blown precise. away. This. Really? It's a. This guy's amazing. Really. And I don't ever say that word. No, you don't. No. Never say amazing. Never. I can't wait. All right, we'll be back in uh, a few. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Wendell will be with us in just a moment with a uh, another in-depth movie review. Cannot wait. We got Tom Segura here, our in-studio guest. Welcome, Tom. What's up, player? Thanks, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for being the first official guest on the Crab Feast. We, I do believe we now have the full charge, Matt Fulcheron, back on the horn. Is that right, Matty? There he Yo. is. Ho, ho. How, how many more hours you got tonight on the road, Charge? Oh, dude, we're almost off the road. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I fucking splurged on Priceline, got us a hotel. We're going to take it easy. <laughs> Where are you staying? Staying in Klamath Falls, Oregon, man. At uh, a what? Home of Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> how far, wait, how, how many miles are you right now from L.A.? How far away am I? I'm like 600 miles away, dude. Damn. Whew. That's some serious driving, son. It is serious. And uh, how's everything going, man? I'm, I'm going to have to hang up again, I think. I'm, I'm in the mountains and shit. Shit is cruising right now, man. But I'm going to try to stay on and listen to Wendell because it's the favorite, my favorite part. Yeah, well, I'm getting of, tweets of right now from uh, Tom Segura fans on uh, your mom's house. I guess you talked about it on their podcast, and they said that they can't. They remember hearing about these movie reviews. Somebody just hit me up and said they can't wait to hear Wendell get on the horn. Looks well, like maybe looks he like he might better over the week. I you know hope not. I mean? Like he's he's done what three now? Two? He's done three. he's done no, three, but I mean, 
collectively, it's probably been about a half a one. <laughs> I'm fired up to hear one oh, of these, man. You, I can't wait. I, I, these movie reviews are, like, I don't even, after it's done, I'm like, I'm going to save my fucking $12. So he I saw some new ones see. this week? Uh, well, Big movies coming out this weekend. It was, uh, I believe, it was the Muppets. I don't know if you saw. It. Got a chance that, to see I Breaking think, Dawn and, and uh, Twilight. Oh, yeah. Twilight. Twilight. That's the Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Dawn. That's what the insiders call it. Charge. Oh yeah. What are you charge? Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? <laughs> huh? <laughs> that's the best <laughs> answer. That's <laughs> Team Hum. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I heard the Muppets. Uh, did they? It did really well, right? Box yeah. office. Ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. Unbelievable. Shock. That's Big like shock. Jack and Jill numbers. Arthur Christmas, Hugo, yeah. A lot of great movies out there. Because I heard uh, Fozzie's career was in the shitter. Yeah. So that's going to be good for him. Yeah. You, are you on Rotten Tomatoes right now? Yeah. What did Jack and Jill, what's their... what? They got a four. Percent. Four percent? Percent. Yeah. Four percent. Four percent. Look up um, Born to be a Star and tell me what they got on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, oh, Jesus. Do we want to do this? Yep. Do we want to be the guys to do this? Just this right now. I'm just curious what they got. I've been told some things that I really want to know. You read for this. It starts yeah. and ends with a zero. All right. What? It does. Nah. It, that's yeah. what I keep hearing. And, and you know. 32 reviews. We zero? all know Nick. I zero. love Nick. Yeah, he's I, fantastic. I, but I heard that, and I just I didn't believe it. That is really true. Damn. Well, they're, really wrong. True. they're wrong. They're wrong. They can themselves. We could have looked no. that up off the air, guys. What's uh, that? I said we could have looked that up off the air. That's we all right. With Audience right. 34%, though, to be there fair. There you go. The audience. There you go. That's zero. That's just that's just the no, zero. Everybody just, loves Nick, man. You know, He's you great. Tell your parents that in school, but the audience gave me an eighty-two, mom. Whatever. That's a great problem to have, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and forty-eight percent for the old Jack and Jill for the audience. There so. you go. Hey, man. So that's up, all that matters, right? From four. Uh, and speaking of great, great problems to have, we have our movie reviewer oh. on the phone. Oh. Wendell, are you there, Wendell? Uh, I'm here, buddy. There here. he is. What's up, Wendell? Wendell, welcome back to the Crab Feast Podcast. I'm sitting here with Thank Rando you. in studio. Thank you. What's up, Dell? What's up? What's up, Crab Feast? What's up, Rando? How's the, how's the Ryan, Thanksgiving weekend? Um, you know, it's going to be hard to live up to that, uh, to, to all the great things uh, you guys have been saying about me. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very happy to hear all these great things. Well, we also have Tom Segura here from the Your Mom's House podcast, and uh, he's got a lot of fans that are listening now, waiting. What's up, Wendell? How you, how you doing, man? Hello, Tom. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet or, you, buddy. Well, nice to talk to you, I guess. Uh, yeah, I heard great things, man. So, Wendell, uh, I'm going to let Rando take this, and uh, let's talk talk about some movies. Yeah, man. so big big movie weekend, Wendell. Uh, Twilight looks like uh, Breaking Dawn won the weekend. The Muppets came out. Great reviews. Happy Feet yeah, 2. Uh, Arthur Christmas. What did you choose to see this week with your time? A veritable plethora of horrendous movies that I had no interest in. Awesome. Um, Another movie. You have, he has had no don't, interest don't, in any Don't movies. lead the witness there, Wendell. Let's just leave it open. Well, you know, I went and saw The Immortals because I could care less about everything that was released this past weekend. I, I, however, I did hear good things about The Muppets, so I'm regretting that. He heard good things. That. He heard good things. So let's review that so real quick. What so you is, heard good shit about Tell us about The Immortals. What is Immortals? Well, did you ever see that movie 300? So now yeah. we're going to talk about the movie 300. <laughs> I've seen the movie 300. Yeah, but that movie 300, I'm sure you saw it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, then you've already seen The Immortals. All right. You can save uh, twelve fifty. All right, well, and that's I it. Like Three hundred. Does that mean I like The Immortals? No, Three Hundred came out uh, a couple years ago, right? 
Yeah, no, yeah. he said he said if full charge said if he likes three hundred, would he then also like? Oh yeah, if you like three hundred, I mean you'll like the Immortals, I guess, unless you're looking for something you know really not like three hundred, right? Or, what's I mean, the story, Wendell, to Immortals? What's the story? <laughs> what's it? What genre is it? The Who's only in star it? Star you have in there is Mickey Rourke. It's you know okay. fancy. I guess you would call it fancy. fancy. That's the genre. He plays, he plays some dick called Hank King up there. Did you and, get that uh, from the press release? Actually, I don't remember if that was on the press release, but uh, there's actually nobody else in the movie. I, I mean, it's, okay, so it's a fantasy. Oh, oh, fantasy, fantasy, oh not God, fancy. It's fancy. So it's a <laughs> fancy fantasy with Mickey Rourke. Yeah, I you know I don't know, man. I, I, I guess I, I I was expecting more. I, I was expecting it to at least be as good as three hundred. I just I was disappointed. So what's the story there with the Immortals? What is uh, what's the basic story there with who's who does Mickey Rourke play? Uh, Mickey Rourke plays uh, King Hyperion, uh -huh. who ends up being this dickhead king. Uh, he's uh, he's he's on a rampage, you know, around Greece and stuff, and sure. Mm -hmm. The uh, I, you know, I kind of fell asleep halfway through. So I kind of <laughs> you, you fell asleep halfway through in the. Thing. Know, I'm not. Listen, I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent convinced that you don't just review movie reviews. I'm really not convinced of that yet. I trust me, dude. I have nothing going on. I go see movies all the time. <laughs> I want you to keep a, um every ticket stub because at the end of a month, stubs. I'm going to make a Wendell collage of ticket That's stubs. Fine. All right. I, I have them all. I, you know, I actually did see a good movie this week, if you want to hear about it. It was on HBO. No, no, we don't want to hear about a good movie you saw. Yeah, yeah. man. Fuck, it doesn't need to be... I mean, how old is it, though? Is it Black Stallion? Okay, what is the name of that movie? That's Let's hear relevant. it. Uh, you know, it was called Going the Distance, and I... I put off watching it because I recorded it on my TiVo in June. A romantic comedy. That's a little outside your genre, is it not? That's why I, that's why I was on my TiVo since June, and, and I was so bored the other day. I watched it. I'm like, ah, oh, this ain't going to be any good, but I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> but I watched it, and you know what? It had a great cast. Drew Barrymore, Justin Long, Charlie Day, hmm. Jason Sudeikis, uh, Jim Gaffigan. It was really fucking funny. It was really good writing and really good acting, and I was really impressed. I thought it was going to be a sappy romantic comedy. Really? You really, really liked it? Really? No, I, I was impressed with it. It was very good writing and, and a great cast. <clears throat> okay, let's not get off track. Let's let's go back to Immortals. What's what's How many stars are you giving this thing? Uh, you know, I'll give it one star out of one. five. Wow. Damn. Well, same, out five. same amount of stars that Full Charge's hotel has tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. You should be afraid. Uh, you should be worried about that, full charge. Well, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I honestly don't know anything about Immortals. What is it about? Is it is it a war movie? You said it's fantasy, but it three hundred uh, was a it's war like movie. Fantasy taking place back in the days of like Zeus and in all the, oh, you know, back, the, in the Greek back in the day with Zeus. Zeus. You know, back in the day, Zeus. back in Zeus's day. Zeus's day. You know, back with you mean the, the WWF wrestler Zeus. No, like you know, like Clash of the Titans, Zeus, oh. the God of Thunder, all that. Stuff. Oh, so like the twenties. Yeah, no, yeah. like back in I don't know, I don't know when was that. Back in <laughs> a long when, time when did Medusa exist? Is that what you? Put yeah, Medusa, all that crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's back back in the so, day. So, but so far <laughs> you're saying it's <clears throat> just so I'm clear because it's King Dickhead. Yeah, and uh, King Hyperion. Right, but he becomes a dick. You said. Well, no, he just plays a dick in the movie. King oh, okay. Hyperion is not a nice guy in the movie. Oh, he's a dick. He's all right. 
And I mean, he... the hero of the movie is some dude named Henry Cavill, whoever that is. Uh, he plays uh, a guy named Theseus. So what about the movie were you drawn to, and why were you let down by it? Uh, I was drawn to seeing anything besides something that came out this past week. Mm -hmm. There was nothing out that, I mean, it's nothing a kid's movie. It's a very disappointing time for movies. And unfortunately, this Friday looks just as as horrendous. Uh, I think I'm going to, you know what, I did see a trailer for a good movie when I was there, though. A movie called Rampart with Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. That looks fucking great, everybody. Hear that? We finally got some Add that to the list. Add that to the list. How do you feel about foreign films? Um, uh, yeah, not not so much unless <laughs> they don't have subtitles, then I might I might watch them. I don't so you're, know. You're, <laughs> you're a fan of English-speaking foreign films? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. English the, films. Uh, you know what? I'll just wait for the remake, you know, because eventually, if it's good enough, we'll remake it here in Hollywood, just like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. How good does that look? That looks actually pretty awesome. Uh, I'm a big David Fincher fan, so I hope it's as good as uh, the rest of his stuff. There you go. All right. Well, so I, I, check that out. Yeah, I have a question for you. Um, okay. Sitting around talking to these guys about you, because I don't know you. Uh, you came highly recommended from the Full Charge and Rando for your movie reviews, and you certainly have not let any of us down mm-hmm. and by any of us i mean listeners anyone in studio anyone that uh, really cares to hear what you have to say which we all do but well, i'm glad to hear that me too uh but rando's telling me that uh, just a couple of years ago you had to move and he helped you move well wendell just moved into a new place is that correct yeah i just moved in here about a month, month and, and a half ago and it's ago. beautiful downtown east torrance is that right wow yeah, I'm in Torrance. That's thankfully. nice. They say that East Torrance is like, that's like the Paris like, of that area. Yeah, like that is like, that's where the real that's real the estate is right there. Like West mm-hmm. Torrance, fuck West Torrance, but East, you live over East Torrance. Oh, like people get yeah, high pitched voice. How you, you live in Jones? Yeah, ET, and man. How are your neighbors? How is your, how is your new apartment? Uh, this is basically where you move uh, if you want your dreams to die <laughs> and your life to become a misery filled. You know, fucking wasteland. Oh my god! Uh, this is so fun. I, I, yeah, no, it's horrible. I really should have looked into the neighborhood a little bit more. Speaking of horrible, I made the move. These reviews are yeah. not so. So wait, you should have. You're telling me that you did not research the neighborhood that you were going to make a permanent move into. No, no, I kind of, I kind of researched it over the course of a couple hours uh, oh. during the day okay. when I was looking at the apartment. And what did you do? Drive by. <laughs> Yeah, it was a drive-by, basically. So what? Uh, so that's I did, how, that's I'm gonna live here. I'm, you know what? <laughs> right there, that place, right there. We're gonna live there. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite that fast. But I looked at the apartment. I liked the apartment. I just, I just should have looked into the neighborhood. The area, yeah. And, and <laughs> what? What makes you think it's a bad neighborhood? <laughs> uh, it's, bad. it's not like. You know what I like? I really like my apartment. It's bad in the fact that there's like five ice cream trucks that drive through here every fucking day. Let me ask you this question. (laughs) (laughs) Ice cream trucks always mean there's like a lot of, is it El Salvadorian neighborhood? Uh, It's, it's, Hispanic, I believe. All right, so, all right, so I have a great question for you because I feel like I know the type of neighborhood you're in. And tell me if I'm wrong. Can you buy corn on the cob slathered in mayonnaise on a stick? 
Uh, you know, there's yes, you numerous can. trucks, yeah, including ice cream for trucks, sure. that sell yeah. all kinds of shit, and I ignore all of them. So I, you got to try corn and cob covered in mayonnaise. Bananas and stuff sells that. I don't know. You got to go try it. How many laundromats are in walking distance? Uh, none that I know of. Really? Check cashing places? <laughs> no, I'm I'm right by like Toyota headquarters of North America and King's Hawaiian Bread Bakery and shit like that, right off the of 405. It's I mean, pretty bad. You just want to give pretty your address bad. out? Pretty <laughs> <laughs> much just where the fuck Okay, you. this is the intersection I live in. You know that shitty uh, neighborhood by the Toyota? Room 226. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So besides the uh, multiple ice cream trucks, what else uh, do you not like about your neighborhood? Uh, yeah, it's basically like living in a... I feel like I'm living in a mariachi band nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're reviewing your neighborhood like you do your movies. <laughs> so... <clears throat> there are other people around you from uh, uh, Latino with the Latino uh, 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 Hispanic heritage. Uh, yeah, dude, I got, I get, I'm trying to like enjoy myself and relax. The other night, just watching TV, and I, at top of someone's like as far as you can turn up your boombox, someone's playing some kind of mariachi band, like maybe five feet away from my front door. Wendell, well, tell right. me, tell me if this sounds familiar. Este chico hace mucha bulla, ¿por qué no te calles? Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like your neighborhood? Uh, that could be something I've heard before, but I try to tune it out. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong, I, I have nothing against the... Uh, no, 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 of course not at all. We understand. Food, you know, yeah, yeah, I just sure. had a quesadilla for dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so That's great. I, I don't want to hear mariachi music at all. Well, you eat that quesadilla. Especially not for hours at a time. Hey, how about this? This is a real indicator of your neighborhood. Are there any loose, free-roaming roosters or chickens? No, it's not that bad. Come on. Come on. I, I, I had I that shit in my neighborhood. That. Yeah. Here, do you have any oil filters or dirty diapers on your street? No, I'm not living in East L.A. I'm just living in East Torrance. East Torrance, East Torrance man. Torrance. East Torrance isn't quite that bad. This is the Pearl of Carson. Uh, yeah, I'm close. Too close to Carson, that's for sure. You're right by the Home Depot Center, man. Yeah, How do you feel about Depot. Toyota? Yeah, there's a Home Depot, Walmart. There's all the there's, shit that I. Don't I actually to go helped to. Eric move. When was that? How long ago? That would have been three years ago when I moved out oh, to Gundo. I can't well, believe I, I helped you move. Move a couple times. How was that? That was brutal. So Wendell yeah. used to live in this apartment building in Hollywood that actually had an elevator, and me and all of his friends. Me helped him move out of this fucking apartment in Hollywood and <clears throat> all the way down to Redondo Beach, right? El Segundo. El, sorry, El Segundo. And you lived on the second floor with arguably the longest two sets of stairs I've ever seen that go to a second floor because it was like yeah. a fifth floor. And I'm out of shape. And I thought you would be in way better shape than I did, I am, but you are way more out of shape than I am. But we... No, I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> Just like get, taking groceries and shit up? No, no. Take... Like, physically, I felt like I was going to die after yeah, moving to the Rando. I thought I was going to just have a heart attack. So, so it's like... So the, so, the, so the sun is setting, right? The sun's setting, and I'm like, dude, we need, we need to get some help. We need some hands. Yeah. And do you know what they do not have at the uh, Inglewood Home Depot? 
what? white people. Mexicans outside. Really? For work. Really? It was like 4.30. Wendell is about to have a heart attack. I'm like, dude, I'm going to Home Depot. We need help. And so I drive over to the Home Depot in Inglewood. There's nobody outside. Well, that's like not rare, man. one person. That might be the only one in America. America. And I'm so say that too. America. I go over to the U-Haul because we rented the U-Haul and we saw some people outside of a U-Haul. It's yeah. like 4.30, sun setting. If we don't get the shit off the truck by sundown, we're screwed. So I go to the, to the U-Haul and there's like nobody there. I do like a once over and I see like a couple of black guys walking by and I see a Hispanic guy like washing off a U-Haul. I'm like, hey man, do you have anybody that can help us? And he points to the two black dudes. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, Okay, so uh, apparently in Inglewood, only the brothers move. The Hispanic people do not help you move down there. They don't really? Shit, yeah. they got that down, huh? Yeah, that's, did, their, that's like, really territory. that's really that. Yeah. That, that that's mind blowing to me. I, you know what happened to me last year? A year ago, last month, I moved moved from a neighborhood with chickens and roosters, and um, I hired an actual moving company. Look at you. Okay, now the day by chance that we happened to move. I don't know exactly from memory, but I want to say, I want to say somewhere October 13, 14, 15, and that happened to be the day, and if you can remember last year, that set the all-time record high temperature in Los Angeles since they've been keeping track of temperature. Oh, so man. it was 113 or 114 yeah. degrees. So these guys, it was two Mexican guys, moved, uh, you know, they loaded up the truck, and we pulled them to the other place. At this point, it's like, let's say, one or two in the afternoon. It's the hottest that it can be, sure. and it's the hottest it's been well, in What LA. neighborhood were you in? I was in uh, the Rampart Division between Alvarado and Rampart. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, it was a pretty dicey neighborhood. And then, what was the name? I, I, your street used to kill me. Carondelet. Carondelet, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Carondelet. The, the, the neighborhood is actually called Westlake, uh, but it's very different than Westlake Village. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so... But when we, uh, about a few hours into the move, these two Mexican guys were like, you need to help us, man. And I was like, help you what? They're like, help us move, man. This shit is heavy. It's hot. <laughs> and I was like, that's why I hired you, man. <laughs> and they, they were like, yeah, but it's really fucking, and it, I mean, it was brutal hot. So then I'm carrying shit up this driveway because you can't fit the moving truck in the driveway. I'm carrying shit with them. And I was like, you know, this is your tip, right? And they were like, what? And I was like, because you tip movers usually. Sure. That's what they do it for. And they're like, nah, you got to tip us, man. And I was like, dude, I'm I'm moving for you right now. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're going to take a break because it's too hot right now. So they took oh, a nap. Dude. A nap. They took a nap. They, uh, <laughs> a nap. They went, they went to the 7-Eleven. way too early. Man, they, took a se- they went to 7-Eleven, got a six-pack, started drinking. <laughs> and I was like, you can't be drinking. This guy's like, I don't get drunk, man. Like, it, it doesn't affect it's me my that thing. way. Yeah, it's my thing. <laughs> I'm just hydrating. Yeah. <laughs> so... They sat around and then it, you know it took oh man we we finished like nine o'clock at night and I felt like a mover that day you know it was unbelievable and they're still we had to negotiate the tip I hope you kept the name of that company uh, yeah they were fuck you movers <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a nap taking a nap man my last two moves I have done predominantly by myself with homeless people's grocery carts. Nice. Uh, I moved a couple of buildings away the last that two was fantastic. You actually helped me carry my bed to yeah. one of my places. Put it on my head. And then I went over to the L.A. River, and I stole some homeless guy's grocery cart. That's I amazing. did return it. I oh, did you did? Re- when I was done, like four days later. Rent but it, then. I uh, I borrowed it, and I just shoved all my shit in it. And I'll tell you, when you are moving your shit, 
when it's 100 degrees in the valley to another apartment in a grocery cart, you really start to reevaluate your life. Sure. Like, what did you think that day? I really thought, what a fucking piece of shit I am. I still think the same thing I think right now, <laughs> except now I have a roof over my head. I was between units then. <laughs> Wendell, did you hire movers this time? Dude, I really wanted to, but uh, they were going to charge me too much. How much was um, too much? The guy, uh, the guy told me, oh, well, it sounds like a two bedroom, it sounds like you have a two bedroom move, so probably going to be at least $600 and oh, maybe no. seven or That's eight. I'm like, much. dude. Like, don't you even want to come out and look at it? Oh, I only come out and look at big jobs. Okay. Yeah. But you well, should have told him, like, look, I have a lot of stuff, but it ain't worth shit. So yeah, it's I like a ratty couch, so I'll give you, like, ten bucks to move that, and you just price it out per piece. Uh, have you well, have you gone through? off the balcony and watched it blow up on the, on the fucking back alley uh, street. That was the funnest part of the move. I ended up getting my uh, ex-roommate to help me uh, move. Uh, he had a pickup truck. Couch in the alley and let it blow up and... And yet, everybody in your new neighborhood ain't shit. <laughs> you just well, fucked up the old know, neighborhood yeah. and well, rolled into the new one. You're like, this I didn't place. just leave it there. So, do you still have you thinned through a lot of your items that uh, I helped you move, or have you kept all those items that we talked oh, about? I sold the, the two boxes of 250 VHS movies I had to somebody <laughs> who, online. On who bought the? Please tell me. Please tell me one person bought all 250. One person bought all 250, gave me 60 bucks for them, <laughs> he picked them up himself, and with his own dolly, and picked them up himself and took them down the stairs for my wow. phone. Wow, for 60 bucks. And what about, what about your um, filing it's cabinet? VHS tapes. I would have paid someone what? 60 bucks to get your this shit out Your filing cabinet, have you gone through your files yet, that fucking mammoth no, of a filing I'm cabinet? Even after a rainy day, i still got all those sitting here. Right. He has every freaking... Uh, uh, pay stub from every job he's ha- ever had since when? Since I was 14. Damn, Come on. man. What are you holding on to that for? I don't know. In case you That's get audited. Question. Are you a hoarder? I know. It's not that bad. Oh, okay. I, I do yeah, do you just have pay stubs from Domino's away. Pizza from 1988? It's not that bad. No, you, I could definitely throw away a bunch of paperwork. I don't know why I have all that shit. You know, I kept could, all that stuff that I, I used to have to do background to. checks at the airport when I was working there uh, full time. You went to the I, airport? I would have to have dates and times and everything for all that stuff. I think we're going to have to have you come in as a studio guest and shred some shit in front of us that you would actually be uncomfortable shredding. Yeah, you have to get, at least get into the 90s with your pay stubs. Do you still have the paperwork from the pyramid scam that you wrapped your whole entire family up in? You still have all I that have paperwork. I have it somewhere. I would have to look Good. for it. I would like you to bring that in too when you do. All right. I would have to look. I'll have to look for it and see if I can find it. Yeah. I got that stuff somewhere. It's not alphabetized. No. You know what? My my alphabetizing has fallen behind schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, right now, there's a pile of paperwork about three feet high on my floor that I need to file or do something with. That sounds like file a it, nice man. place, man. Yeah. 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 No, I I got some more work to do. All right, Wendell. Well, we uh, <clears throat> got to move on. Will you have a movie for us next week? You want to tease us with something? Well, uh, yeah. I'm honestly, there's absolutely nothing worth watching coming out this week at all. Okay. The only thing I'm thinking about everybody's going to be keyed in to listen. Huh? I'm sorry. Everybody's going to be really excited to listen. No, no, you know what? Rampire came out, that Woody Harrelson movie where he plays a corrupt cop, but it's only playing at the Sunset Five, so I might have to cruise up to the Sunset Five sometime this week and watch it. There you go. Well, there's your excuse to get the fuck out of East Harns. I'll be listening Uh, to that one. excuse I can, dude. Dude, I actually left yesterday and went all the way to Hollywood to watch 
the football game with uh, Randy because I wanted to get out of my neighborhood. You I wasn't actually there, but... Right, Randy didn't show up, and it was disappointing, but Riser, um, our friend Riser... Uh, Paul Riser? Uh, and how, how was Dylan's? Uh, it was great. Uh, the waitresses there are fantastically hot. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just I'm blown away right now because I'm hearing positivity come out of your mouth. So now I got to go check that place out. Dude, it was fantastic. They all wear like these Irish kilt skirts. Oh my yeah. god! Is that uh, what is that Hollywood and Coanga? Hollywood Vine. Vine. They're right there, Hollywood Vine. It used right to be there. like the Vine right. restaurant. Right then they changed it to Dylan's now. All right, we got to go next week. Rampart. Rampart next week, buddy. All right, all right later. Guys. Thanks, See Wendell. Hey, you're Good welcome. Night. Talk See to you later. All right, a, that was Eric Wendell. It was Eric Wendell again, everybody. It it another riveting he movie. He needs to review. get a, a Twitter feed. I he guess. really absolutely. Does. There's no reason he doesn't have one. No, for sure. So, I guess so that Tom, is it. Yeah, this yeah. is our. We're this is our, that's it. We got. We're wrapping up here. Tom Segura, our first in studio guest. Thank you for being Thanks here. Thanks for Tom, having me. Uh, what's your website? Where can we find you on uh, Twitter? Uh, yeah, TomSegura.com. Twitter is at TomSegura. And uh, I'll be in Calgary this week. Any people from Canada tuning in, I'll be at the last shop in the, at the Blackfoot Inn in Calgary uh, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, man. Awesome. I'm Ryan Sickler. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Sickler. I'm RyanSickler.com. And I'm Rando. You can follow The Full Charge at The Full Charge. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. That was fun. Thanks All for right. coming Thanks. in for us. Peace. Wash your hands before you touch your privates. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.